Today on Vitality Radio, I have one of my most anticipated guests ever. She has a huge following on Instagram, and I was fortunate enough to be on her show, episode 61 of the Just Ingredients podcast just a few months ago, and I've been invited to be on again here in another few months. So I'm excited to bring this show to you. We're going to talk about all things uh, ingredients, why it's so important to look at what's in your food before you put it in your body. I don't have much time because this interview took almost every minute that I had for the show, so we'll jump right in, but I'll just remind you, if you have questions about anything you hear on this episode or any episode of Vitality Radio, call us at Vitality Nutrition, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or check us out, Vitality nutrition.com is how you can find us online and you can chat with us there as well and either my son Bridger or myself will respond to your chat message. All right, and now I am so excited to welcome my next guest. Her name is Carolyn Call, and it has been between my schedule and her schedule, especially hers. She's a very, very, very busy lady. Uh, it's been a while trying to get her on Vitality Radio. Carolyn, welcome to Vitality Radio. Thank you so much. I'm glad we finally made it work. Me too. This is exciting. So a little background uh, for uh, the listeners here. Carlin and I were both speaking at a uh, conference here, the Be Healthy Utah conference in Salt Lake City. And uh, that's how we met. I didn't, I don't think either one of us knew about the other one of us at the time, uh, but uh, we found that we have uh, certainly a like mind in many uh, aspects of things. She was gracious enough to have me on the Just Ingredients podcast, uh, episode 61, as I recall, a few months ago, and uh, I uh, really, really enjoyed that and have been wanting to get her on Vitality Radio ever since. So uh, now we're here together. Carlin, I'd like you to go ahead and introduce yourself to my audience. Well, thank you. And thank you for being on my podcast. That was super fun. And that one did really well. People loved hearing about all the different advice you gave for different symptoms. So thank you. Um, Absolutely. It's great to do it. Do you want me to tell a little bit about my background? Yeah. Uh, well, let's, you know, you, you have uh, an Instagram handle of just ingredients uh, and uh, you have a, a you know big number of followers there. I think over 700,000 followers. I guess the big question I have is what got you interested in ingredients in the first place? Okay. Let me tell my story. It's a, I just can't explain my Instagram without explaining the background behind it. So All right. it actually started 16 years ago. Um, I actually found myself with suicidal depression and I actually attempts, attempted suicide. Thankfully, by the grace of God, it did not happen. But that is when I hit rock bottom. And that also was the realization that I needed help. I was like, wow, I have just tried to, I've just tried to end my life. I need some major help. So I went to doctor after doctor looking for help. And here was my frustration. I knew that the body could heal. And I thought to myself, well, I haven't always had this depression. So there's got to be some way to heal. But I didn't have the tools to heal. Um, I didn't grow up in this home with health and nutrition being a focus. I grew up on frosted flakes and bologna sandwiches and maybe a carrot for dinner, you know. But I just had this feeling like, I know the body can heal because like if you break a bone, if you give it the right tools of a cast, 
or surgery or whatever, right? It heals. And same with like, if you scratch yourself, that scratch or cut heals. So I went to the first doctor and I said, I've got the suicidal depression. I need help. I want to heal. And he simply said, well, we don't know how to heal from depression. So I'm going to give you the antidepressant. That's the only thing that I have for you. And don't get me wrong. I have nothing against antidepressants. They were life-saving for me at the time. But what frustrated me was I would say, oh, well, these antidepressants help me heal. And they would always say no. And so then I would go to the next doctor and it'd be the same thing. Like, we don't know how to heal from depression here. Just have the antidepressant. And this went on for two years. And every doctor I would say, well, will these antidepressants help me heal? And they kept telling me no. And so I'm like, where is the healing? I've got to be able to find this. So finally, I found a doctor who was like, yes, I can help you heal. Depression is a symptom. It is like your body screaming for help with all these underlying root causes or due to underlying root causes. So we've got to figure out what those underlying root causes are. And I was like, yes, thank you. Someone is like hearing, hearing me and going to help me. And, but she did say, it's not an overnight fix. It's not a pill that you're going to take. It's going to take lots of hard work on your part. Are you willing to do this? And after two years of searching for a doctor that would help, I was like, yes, I'm willing to do anything. And so we did lab work to figure out what the underlying root causes were. So we did urine tests and saliva tests and blood work. And I had a whole slew of issues. I wasn't absorbing B vitamins, which you just mentally can't even really exist without, you know, B vitamins. And Mm -hmm. um, my cortisol was completely off. My adrenals were having problems. My vitamin D was low. I had a food intolerance to gluten. I had, I mean, the list just kept going on and on of things that weren't right in my body. And so, of course, my body just, if you don't nourish your body and give the body the fuel that it needs, it finally quits or it's just like enough is enough. And mine just starts screaming for help with depression. So, um, like I said, though, I didn't have this health background. So I, when I found this doctor, I just told her, I'm like, I don't know anything about health and nutrition. So don't give me a ton of stuff at once because if you do, my personality will just be like, I'm overwhelmed. I can't do this. Help me mm-hmm. on this journey just a little bit at a time. And so she did. She helped me with, you know, which supplements we should start with first and what we should add into my diet first and what I should and that I should start exercising and I should start getting some sunlight and just real basic things until we moved on to harder things of getting rid of certain ingredients and using different beauty products and things like that. And so I went on a journey with her for about 18 months after Um, those 18 months, she was able to help me wean off my antidepressants. And ever since I have never been on antidepressants because I know how to fuel my properly or fuel my body properly so that it can do its best job for me in return. And so that's the background. But what happened was about five years ago, I just kept feeling this prompting to start sharing my story. And I was like, oh, I do not want to share my story. Like people are very critical about mental health, depression. People Mm -hmm. don't understand it. I don't want to go through that again because when I dealt with it 16 years ago, there were some harsh things that were said um, about mental health and depression. And 
But what happened was everybody around me, I felt like was like community members, neighbors, family members, relatives, church members. I feel like everybody around me all of a sudden was telling me about their autoimmune issues or their migraines or their chronic fatigue or their anxiety or their depression. And it was surrounding me. And I kept thinking to myself, how do I help these people? I know how I can help them. Meaning like if I could go in their home and cook for them for a month, I know they would feel so much better. If I could go teach them some things, I know they would feel so much better. So how do I do this? And then I thought, okay, I'm just going to start an Instagram account where I give little daily tips, nothing overwhelming, just little tips that anybody can do in their house that would help them feel better. And I thought if I just get like 2000 followers, then I've done my job because my friends and neighbors or family members, whatever, will see it. Uh Well, I now have over 800,000 followers. Never thought I would grow like that, but it just took off with word of mouth because I think people are hungry for this info. People are tired of being sick, not feeling their best, feeling tired, having headaches, you know, all these chronic things that we're dealing with and they don't really know how to fix it. So I think they're hungry for this info. And so that is where my Just Ingredients platform on social media started. All right. Yeah. And and that's it's kind of such a familiar story. I mean, uh, in terms of the background, it's different for all of us, of course. But what I hear all the time with people that uh, would be considered influencers in this space, people that own, you know, natural products companies or, or, or do the social media thing or have podcasts or whatever, in almost every case, it's because they had a personal experience with figuring out health and nutrition for themselves, saw it turn around their health, and then wanted to share it with other people because it's so exciting, right? Right. When you feel terrible on the one side and you learn how to feel good, it's, you know, it's like you're hiding a, a this valuable, valuable information from people that really need it and are searching for it. And so thank you so much for sharing it. And I'm so excited that you have had such a, uh, a huge amount of influence. I mean, 800,000 people on Instagram is no small feat. And there are, when you look at social media and how it's used, there's so much stuff out there that is just a waste of time <laughs> and a waste of energy and dragging us down into arguments and divisiveness and all this other stuff. And what I always see from your account is just helpful information to live a healthier and, and more uh, fulfilling life. And, and I very much appreciate what you do on Instagram for sure. Well, thank you. And I appreciate what you do as well. Just trying to teach people because honestly, I think it's pretty simple, but the problem is we've made it confusing And there's so many loud voices out there of what nutrition or living a healthy lifestyle is. And it's like, I just want to simplify it. It just comes down to nourishing your body. You know, we don't have to make it so complex. And so when I, I know when I started this health journey, what scared me actually was Pinterest because I would see all these amazing like Pinterest salads and Pinterest bowls Uh and kale and sardine and sardines. And I was like, wait, I can't eat like that. I'm used to frosted flakes and I don't have the time to make that. And it just seems so overwhelming. And I want to tell people like, you don't have to live that lifestyle to live a lifestyle that nourishes your body. So let's simplify it a little bit, you know? 
Well, and I think you're absolutely right. You mentioned at the beginning, you said, you know, with my personality, I knew I'd go into like the state of overwhelm if I tried to do it all at once. I get so many people that approach me and say, okay, Jared, where do I start? Mm -hmm. I just need to know where to start. And so I, I think you took a well, clearly you, you took the right approach with simplifying this and trying to make it, you know, kind of a step-by-step -step process for people uh, because overwhelm is real, especially when people are dealing with mental health issues, anxiety, depression. It's very easy to tip that into overwhelm and say, you know, it's hopeless. Why even try? Yep, for sure. So it's, I, I think the approach you're taking is, uh, makes all kinds of sense for sure. So when you started, you said, you know, if I get a couple thousand followers, that'll be great. When that, when you blew past that and started to get, you know, all these tens of thousands and then hundreds of thousands of followers, what, at that point, what did you decide you wanted to do next? I mean, now you have this audience out there and once you have the audience, you, you, you got to come up with a plan as to, okay, what am I going to feed these people, right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so as soon as I had an audience, I actually started with these like downloads that were cheat sheets is what I called them. And it just said like 10 basic swaps you could make at the grocery store or start here, you know, or like uh, beauty swaps that you could make. And people were just buying these like crazy. And I was like, oh my goodness, people are really wanting to change to better products. And there were some products out there that I just couldn't find that I loved. And it was so frustrating to me. And so one day at a conference, I met a manufacturer and I just said, it's frustrating to me because there's some products out there that I would love to make that don't exist to my standard. And she was like, let's do it. And I was like, okay, here's my dream finally coming true. And so honestly, to this day, people ask me all the time, like, why'd you choose to do this product or what's your next product? And I tell them it's always the product that I can't find a better choice of that I like. And so my very first product actually five years, well, four years ago now was deodorant. And yes, now there are a lot more better choices on the market than there were even four years ago, which is crazy. But um, I wanted one without aluminum in it. And, you know, there's parabens and phthalates and there was at the time triclosan and all sorts of ingredients and deodorant that I didn't love. And so um, I was like, I know you could just do this with like sweet almond oil and beeswax and some magnesium, some essential oils. And so I started there with deodorant and made deodorant that I loved. And like I said, every product after has just been a product that I couldn't find out there that I like. So one of our big products that we sell now is protein powder. And it purely was because I was going from powder to powder to powder. And one, I never liked the taste. Two, I couldn't stand the texture. And three, they always used natural flavors, even the cleanest like versions I could find. And I'm like, why aren't we just making this with food? Why can we not mm -hmm. just use regular food? And so I went to a manufacturer and I was like, look, I want to make protein powder that tastes good. That's made with only food, no natural flavors, no gums, no anything else. And so we did, we made chocolate with real cacao, you know, and put a little bit of coconut milk in there to help thicken it up. And we have some tasty proteins now, and it's been fun making them out of real food. And people are always amazed. They're like, your snickerdoodle protein's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, it's real vanilla bean, just cinnamon. There's no snickerdoodle artificial flavor in there, you know? So 
it's been fun studying like how these protein powders can be the most nourishing for the body. And so, you know, I, if I'm going to drink this, especially if my kids are going to drink it every single day, I want it to nourish their bodies. And so why not put a variety of protein sources in it from chia seed to pumpkin seed to um, collagen to pea protein to a little bit of non-denatured whey? You know what I mean? So it's been fun trying to create the most nourishing product that actually tastes good. So that's where my products have started. Well, and it's funny because, you know, you and I come from a very different background. I grew up in a health food store. So, you know, you said you didn't, you grew up on frosted flakes. I grew up on all the, you know, hearty organic food that my parents believed in way back in the day. And, and thank goodness. I mean, they taught me uh, some invaluable lessons, but it's interesting being someone who's been in a health food store since I was five years old. Uh, I have seen every protein powder that is a protein powder come and go. You know, I've seen all the natural deodorants come and go and all of these things. And and one thing that I discovered about, uh, let's see, I guess it's been now f- almost 20 years since I developed my first formula. But you and I have the exact same approach. I, I developed a formula because I couldn't find a formula that I liked in that category and so I started there. And ever since, everything I've ever put out on the market has been the same thing. You know, if I can't make it better or at least make it as good as the best thing out there and give people some added benefit of buying it from me, you know, whether it's a little bit better price or, you know, better potency or something like that, then I'm really not interested in just making products to make products. Right. So when I met you, thankfully you had a booth, uh, just right down the aisle from me at the Be Healthy Utah. And you were sampling your protein powder and you had samples of your pre-workout and I tasted the protein. And as I said, I've I mean, I can't even tell you how many taste samples I've taken of protein over, over the years, but it's I'm hundreds sure. and hundreds, I'm sure. And I think I started with the snickerdoodle, I'm pretty sure, because it was a unique flavor. I thought, hey, I'll give this a shot. And I thought, my gosh, this is really, really good. So the first thing was the taste. The second thing was to look at the ingredients. Uh, at that point, I'd already talked to some of your people there at the at the booth and and they were kind of telling me the philosophy of the brand. So I knew it was going to be a pretty clean product, but I looked at the back and I thought, there is absolutely nothing that I wouldn't want to put in my body uh, in this package. This is amazing. So that got me started. Then I asked to look at the pre-workout. I'm always pretty judgy when it comes to pre-workouts because I've seen so much crap in that space anyway. (laughs) So (laughs) so I thought, okay, I got to look at this and see. And when I saw that you're, and I'm trying to remember, I think it was the strawberry lemonade flavor. Is that that Uh one of the flavors? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the one that I looked at and it had all this strawberry powder in it. And I'd never seen strawberry powder in a pre-workout ever. And I thought, my gosh, she's actually flavoring her product with food, her, her sports nutrition product. That's so weird. And I loved it. I thought it was so cool. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, I mean, it's, it, and, and the reason I'm sharing that story is for, for those of you listening, you know, coming from my, my point of view, owning a store and, having used these products for all these years and having every company that is a company come by and try and sell me their stuff on a regular basis. When I see something that's really, really, truly unique, it kind of blows me away because I'm so used to seeing, you know, just the me too type stuff out there. And when I see something that's really, truly clean and really follows a certain standard, um, I get excited about it. And that's exactly how I felt when I saw your stuff. And I immediately knew I need to have this at at Vitality. So then the next question was, 
will you sell it to me? You know, can I sell this at my store? Because I wasn't sure if you were only selling it direct to people or if you, you know, sold it wholesale. And so I was thrilled to find out that I could get it at Vitality. Well, thank you. That's a huge compliment coming from you. Um, seeing so many products over the years. But yeah, I really want to just teach people that you can make products with just food. It's sounds so basic, but yet it's such a foreign concept to how most people create food. They don't use actual food. They're using a lot of artificial um, ingredients and synthetics made in the lab. And so it's, it's crazy to me that people, it's foreign. I'm like, yeah, what's in that coconut pineapple drink, true coconut and true pineapple. And people are like, wow. In fact, even manufacturers have come to us like, where did you find these fruit powders? Where can we source them? You know, mm-hmm. and it, it's not easy. There's not a lot of places here that in America that have them. We've had to bring things in from Japan and France and uh, New Zealand. And I mean, lots of different places we have to bring in stuff. So, but yeah, I don't well, want to body anything but food, let alone my kids' bodies. So. It's very clear that you've done your homework when it comes to developing these formulas. And I'm excited to try more of them myself. I've tried a few, but I haven't tried all the stuff yet. And I certainly will work my way through them because uh, I've really enjoyed the protein in particular has just been fantastic. And uh, and the, the, all the flavors too. You, there's not a single flavor you make that I didn't think was really next level compared to what else is out there, particularly in the natural uh, field because there are some pretty good tasting artificially sweetened protein powders on the market that you know that have the taste thing down but they're artificially sweetened they're artificially right. flavored they have a bunch of stuff in there you don't want to do it as clean as you do it is uh, is really exceptional so well, I, thank I you certainly commend you for that so then the first product was the deodorant um, is it safe to say that you were already making your own deodorant before you decided like for personal use before you put it out on the market I had tried a few things I'll tell you that. Okay. um, That's how I knew I wanted magnesium because I had tried things with like baking soda and the baking soda irritated my armpits. And I had tried things with charcoal um, because I knew you needed something like baking soda or charcoal or magnesium to fight the bacteria, to neutralize Mm -hmm. the bacteria so that you don't stink. So yes, I had played around with some things. That's how I knew what I did want. Okay. And that led to uh, getting a, a, a line of deodorants. And then did you work on with more with skincare after that before you got into uh, nutritional stuff? Yeah, we're always working on something. So we um, then did some facial serums and then mm-hmm. facial scrubs um, just because I'm like, you know what? You can have an awesome scrub and a serum made with things from the earth, you know, so our serum is jojoba oil and frankincense and um, some citrus oils that are full of vitamin C. I mean, you don't need, once again, the synthetic things when we're feeding, when we're rubbing serum all over our entire body, which our skin is our largest organ. So actually, let me tell you why I did the serum. I'll tell you really quick. When I was working with that doctor and I had so many hormonal imbalances, at one point she was like, you know, I wonder if your beauty lotion or your um, beauty products are playing a role in your hormonal imbalance. And I was like, what? I was so <laughs> like, what are you telling me? This is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Cause again, I knew nothing. And she taught me you're rubbing body lotion all over your body. Your skin is your largest organ. We know some of those chemicals get into your bloodstream. 
And so let's look for a better choice one, you know, and went down that path. And so um, having a teenage daughter wanting to use serums myself, I was like, okay, this stuff can seep into our bloodstream. Let's choose the best ingredients we can. And so that's why organic jojoba, which just nourishes your skin and feeds it B vitamins and antioxidants and frankincense. That's so good for the skin. It helps turn those skin cells over really quickly. And vitamin C, like I said, it's a great antioxidant. So it's just things that nourish your body, nourish your skin rather than might not be the greatest for your, your health. Well, and one of the things that I tell people is that I, I have a pretty basic philosophy, and I would imagine you probably uh, would align with this pretty well. There's there's two things you have to look at first when it comes to health, I think. The first thing is what is missing that my body requires? Are there nutrients, you know, or, or in your terminology, ingredients, right, uh, that my body needs to function optimally, whether that's magnesium or, or, you know, probiotics or whatever it is. And then the second thing is what do I have in my body that might be creating roadblocks or dams to proper health, you know, what chemical toxins or things are in there that are getting in the way. So it's really what what is missing and what's in the way. And by formulating the products that, that you did in the skincare stuff at the beginning, you're helping people get rid or at least stop adding to the pile of things that are in the way, you know, those, those chemicals in there that create endocrine disruption and everything else. So uh, it makes all kinds of sense once you understand what those chemicals are actually doing. Right. Yeah. The beauty products today are just actually really scary with how many parabens and phthalates are in these beauty products. And you know, those are the endocrine disruptors. And we've got these girls, these teenage girls that have terrible PMS, heavy bleeding, horrible cramps. And then you've got all these um, young adults that are having infertility issues, dealing with PCOS, so many. And of course, the food plays a part as well. But I'm trying to educate people out there like, look, your beauty products are playing a role as well, especially when these girls are using body wash all over their body every day that are full of the products. And then they are using shampoo and conditioner every day with these parabens and phthalates. And then they jump out of the shower and they're using body lotions with parabens and phthalates. And then they're using, you know, deodorant and makeup and then some perfume with parabens and phthalates. They're using, everybody says like, oh, it's just a little bit. So it's okay. And I'm like, that's not a little bit when you're using all of those products every single day that really builds up. And so just trying to educate people that you don't have to do without, like if you love a smelly body wash, there's awesome smelly body washes out there without the parabens and phthalates. So it's not that we have to do without, it's just, let's find a better choice that isn't causing harm to our body. Well, one of the things that I, I really appreciate about you know, the, the age that we live in is interesting because, you know, again, if you look at social media where you've had all all this influence, there's it's like everything else in this world. There's the good side and the bad side, I guess, of all of this stuff. Right. But what's happened is as people have become more aware and they've they've learned from people like yourself, then the demand uh, is created and the manufacturers then have to listen. 
And I always talk about voting with your wallet on Vitality Radio. Well, we voted with our wallets, and that's why Costco has like 500 organic items, because people are asking for our organic items. And it's why you can get a, as you said, smelly body wash that isn't, you know, also poisonous. And there is so much availability now that didn't used to be out there. And I think to a very large extent, it's because people have been able to find education they didn't previously have uh, thanks to the internet and social media and podcasting and all this kind of stuff. There's just a lot more access to the education. Once people get educated, they, they don't, they want to start taking better care of themselves. Yeah, they do. Just the amount of changes in the past five years is seriously mind blowing to me because 10 yeah. years ago, and you've seen this probably with your store 10 years ago, I had to go to a store like yours or, whole foods, you know, to get these better choice products. And now I think thankfully they're, you know, Walmart, Target, you know, our regular grocery store, we're able to find some of these better choice products. Yeah. And of course it's, it's a process and it's, it's a love hate kind of a thing for people that own health food stores I'm like sure. myself. Right? Sure. It's like, Hey, wait a minute. I built that brand up and now it's in Costco. I know. Yeah. I know. But your li the little stores though are so great for all these better choice companies or these companies pr making these better choice products, because I know on the other end, it's actually really, really hard to get in the big retail spaces. So I appreciate mm -hmm. stores like yours that I can put my protein and beauty products in because getting into Walmart for a small little company is, you know, next to impossible. Yeah. Well, and, and then, and sometimes, unfortunately too, you get into, you know, the really big places like that and they want you to compromise enough at ter in terms of price that then you're tempted to compromise Change in terms of quality. Ingredients. I have yeah. seen that so many times yep. I can't even tell you, and I won't name the brands, but there are brands that started out so much better when I first started shouting them out. And then yeah. they went to Target, Walmart, and they had to bring down their costs. And I know it's expensive to make products with good ingredients that I know. So they've had to yeah. change out some of their ingredients for not so great of ingredients to lower their cost. Yeah. And, and, you know, really it's all part, we're all part of this uh, kind of system, you know, from the manufacturing in, because of course I make my own stuff, you make your own stuff. And then the retail side with Vitality Nutrition and other independent health food stores. And then eventually a lot of those brands do end up in places like Costco. And the thing is that that's okay, because what it really means to me is that they're the wider audience is starting to get access to these things that, you know, people that frankly probably would never step foot in a little independent health food store might buy something that is True. way better for them because it's available at Costco or Target or Walmart. And I, and I'm okay with that. I definitely yeah. want these clean products available. Um, we, I, I look at us in the natural products industry, uh, the ones that have been in it for a long time, you know, my dad, was, has, was in the industry for 45 years. Uh, and people that are, or gall, 55 years actually, now that I think about it, but, you know, kind of pioneering this stuff. And as we pioneer it, you know, we, we get a good deodorant like you came up with. And then all of a sudden, four years later, you say, oh, wait, there's 10 other brands that have good deodorants now. Mm -hmm. Good, right? I mean, that's okay. Uh, if we're, if we're going to have competition, let's have competition from other great products and, and give the consumer more access. I, I am all for that. Well, and I think as we have more products come out, um, the more I feel like we've educated people and the more we educate, the better because America is way too sick 
we still have so much educating to do just when I, you know, see what's still on the grocery shelves and what people yeah. are still having for breakfast or things like that. We still have so much educating to do. So I'm always, yeah, we, the more we educate the better. Yep. We can't stop. That's for sure. But the momentum is, is really on our side, on the side of natural and, and going back to nature and food as it should be. It's it, that ball seems to be rolling downhill real quickly and people are catching on and finding uh, people like yourself and like me that are out there talking about this stuff. And it's exciting because especially when I, I get really excited when I talk to young families, you know, yes. uh, moms that have a two-year-old and a five-year-old at home and, and they're like, okay, I'm changing the way I'm doing things. Where do I start? What do, you know? What do I start with first? Is it is it organic diapers or is it you know I'm cleaning my house with vinegar and water instead of chemicals or you know wh what am I doing? And the fact that we have all of these and it's funny because I just hit fifty years old last month and uh, I don't know if I feel old or not, but I think I am. <laughs> Well, I'm almost when I see there, these, so. <laughs> when I see these young families that are, you know, these these moms and dads that are young enough to be my kids, and 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 my and I have a 25 year old and a 22 year old myself that are, uh, you know, looking to start families soon. Them having this education and this information, it's so exciting because I can see their kids growing up in a clean home, you know, eating clean food and maybe starting to stem the tide of autoimmune disease and cancer and diabetes and all of these things that are at epidemic levels in this country right now because we're starting young and, you know, not, not, not like it was with you where you were, you know, well into adulthood before you had to finally figure it out because you felt so badly. You know, now we have people that are, that are being taught that way from birth, which is so exciting. I, right. This process and, and like I say, the momentum that we've gained is, is just so much fun. So let me ask you a couple other questions. So first off, your first product then was, was your deodorant. And now you have several different, you know, scents of, of deodorants, I know. Uh, and then was the face serum the second product then? It was. Okay. Yeah. And, and what is your most popular product of uh, all the things that you sell? Our serum does really well. And so mm -hmm. does the protein powder. So people are, yeah, I, yeah the protein powder has blown up. I should, I, I, I don't know. I mean, that sounds a little prideful. I don't know what to say. <laughs> it, it does really well. How about that? And people are always wanting more um, flavors. And so that mm -hmm. keeps me busy. So we're constantly, you know, trying to make new flavors and people will say like, we want a birthday cake flavor for instance. And so that's the one I'm working on right now. And it's interesting because birthday cake protein powder is made with flavoring, artificial flavors. So we're playing around with like some butter powder and some a little bit of coconut sugar and, mm -hmm. you know, trying to make it with real food. So we'll see if we get it. Well, and for those of you who have not ever tried to make protein powder taste good <laughs> in, in, in a manufacturing uh, sense, I've done it. I've, I've formulated protein before and it is incredibly challenging. So the process that you must go through to not only make it taste good, but to make it taste good naturally and to come up with these unique flavors like the snickerdoodle and, and who knows, maybe the birthday cake. Cause to me, a birthday cake flavor already, it already tastes not natural. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know how you make that from natural stuff, but right, I, I wish you the best of luck. Yeah, we're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> Proteins are yeah. gross. People always say, give me a pro, protein powder that's unflavored. And I'm like, you're not going to want to drink it. 
Yeah. Like pea protein, chia seed protein, collagen, whey, all that mixed together just does not taste good. I've tasted it many times. Yeah, for sure. It's it's a real challenge. So the process that you guys go through to, to churn out a great protein powder must be uh, pretty extensive. It, it takes time, I'll tell you that, but it is yeah, fun. I'm sure. Okay, so then now I'm going to ask you a tough question. How, how many kids do you have? We have six kids. You have six. Okay, so I have six as well. Oh, okay. And when you have six kids, uh, you're not supposed to tell anybody who your favorite is. I'm not going <laughs> to do that. But you have a bunch of products, and I am curious, do you have a favorite product of the formulas that you've developed? What would be number one if you could only use one of them? Oh, my goodness. I could, <laughs> that's that's a terrible question. <laughs> I know it. But people ask me that all the time. I know. Well, the problem <laughs> is I use my deodorant every day. I use my serum mm -hmm. every day. Um, but I think it would have to be my protein because I do have that two or three times a day. I have okay. it in the morning before I go to the gym, when I get home from the gym. And then if I'm like in a hurry running somewhere, we have little single packets. And so I'll throw that in a water bottle and go. So it would probably be my protein. Okay. But it is, a, it's a tough question, right? Because each it one is. of them is like, it's, it's like your own little baby in the, in the manufacturing world. It right? is. Each, yeah. They're like kids to me. Exactly. You spend so much time <laughs> formulating and like, we just came out with flavored waters um, that are oh like a crystal light type thing, but crystal light is made with like all synthetic ingredients. So this right. is made with real fruit powder. So now that's been my favorite. So that's why I'm like, that's a terrible question because now it might be my flavored waters I couldn't do without, you know? So well, that is exciting. I did not know about those ones yet. So you'll have to uh, you'll have to educate me on those after uh, after the show, maybe for a few minutes. Yeah, I'll have to okay. Yeah, definitely. I've got to give them a shot. So we are, uh, we're recording this prior to uh, actually having the product at Vitality Nutrition. But by the time you hear this, uh, we will have the Just Ingredients products at Vitality available for you. And I will uh, be looking at the flavored water, which is the only one I, I don't think I knew about. Um, although I know you're churning out new flavors of protein all the time. So I might not know about all those flavors yet either. But uh, those will be available at Vitality Nutrition and, and on VitalityNutrition.com com as well. So uh, you can check them out and we will be doing, uh, announcing some taste sampling and things like that that we'll do of the protein at Vitality in the near future as well on some future episodes, because I really, once you taste it, I'm just going to warn you, if you, if you're not interested in buying protein, don't taste the sample because you yeah. will want it you're once nice. you've tried it. You. it. It's a fact, an absolute fact. Okay. So, um, Let's ask, let me ask this question. I, I'm sure you get this asked all the time, but I think it's a really important question. What are a few things that someone who is really just dipping their toes into trying to change their health, what are a few things that people can do that are easy and maybe even cheap or free that they can do right now to improve their health? So I get asked this question a lot. And in fact, I was just talking to my new daughter-in-law about this because she is, you know, stepping onto a health journey into a health journey. <laughs> and yep. um, what happens is people get so overwhelmed with like, oh, get rid of the artificial sweeteners and get rid of the high fructose corn syrup and get rid of the artificial dyes and get rid of, you know, this huge list of get rid of, which mm -hmm. I agree with. But if someone's just starting out, I say start with just adding more fruits and vegetables into your diet because naturally that will just crowd out some of that um, processed food 
As you add sure. in more fruits and veggies, you'll crowd out some of that processed food. And in return, you'll have less high fructose corn syrup and less artificial dyes. So I always tell people, start with that because there's this huge, um, people that don't want to get on a health journey keep saying that their excuses is, is, is that it's too expensive. And I'm like, I promise you buying some apples and bananas is cheaper than buying the prepackaged processed snacks that you're buying. So again, when you say, is it cheaper or free? Yes, fruits and vegetables actually are. So I always mm -hmm. say start there, but I also say um, start with moving your body. It's so important for detoxing and your mental health and so many issues that I'm like, just go outside and start walking if you haven't moved for a while. You know, go out there and get some vitamin D while you're walking. And so once again, it doesn't have to be that, oh my gosh, I've got to go get a gym membership and I can't really afford it, but I've got to go do this and work out every single day. And, you know, that's this mentality we have on social media is like, you got to do all these big, huge, grand things. No, just start walking if you haven't moved. Um, so that, I mean, it could be as simple as, start drinking your water and water with some trace minerals in it. Maybe 75% of Americans are chronically dehydrated. And I'm like, mm -hmm. isn't that crazy when it's just water? So yeah. getting on a health journey can be as simple as increasing your water, exercising, getting better sleep, prioritizing your sleep, um, eating those fruits and vegetables. And so maybe it's easier for people to start there then this huge laundry list of don't do this, don't do this. And once they can get feeling comfortable with moving their body and sleeping and fruits and vegetables and water, then let's address like, okay, if you are feeling good with that and it's not overwhelming, then now let's maybe look at our food choices and make better food choices. We could probably find that type of cracker without the high fructose corn syrup, or we could probably find that ketchup without the high fructose corn syrup, you know, just little basic swaps that doesn't overwhelm them. Well, and that's one place I'm actually really glad you mentioned ketchup. I know it sounds like a funny thing, but, uh, you know, the, this is the, an area that I have watched pretty carefully ever since, um, high fructose corn syrup sort of got into the crossfire, uh, or the crosshairs, I should say, where natural people were starting to say, wait a minute, you know, we don't, well, I should say this, natural people knew they didn't want it, people that were already educated on that. But then all of a sudden it sort of got into the greater consciousness where most people now are at least aware that high fructose corn syrup is probably not good for them, even if they don't understand why. And then Hunt's, uh, you know, kind of the second big ketchup manufacturer suddenly changed their brand and none of their ketchup has high fructose corn syrup in it anymore. It's not organic. It's not particularly natural, but there's no art. There's no high fructose corn syrup. So that was a start. And then I saw Heinz now makes one, I think called simply ketchup, which yeah. doesn't have high fructose corn syrup anymore. And now Heinz has an organic ketchup and Smith's or Kroger has their organic ketchup. And as you watch it, you know, now it's not just brands like you know, kind of more organic brands like Annie's and things like that, that you have to sort of look for either at the health food store or in the natural section of your grocery store. But now these major manufacturers are having to come the way of the consumer because again, we're demanding it. And it's exciting to see because it used to be you couldn't find ketchup that right. didn't have that stuff in it at all. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's exciting. And, and to me, it reduces the overwhelm in a significant way because the average person out there shopping at the average grocery store can find 
good, healthier alternatives, even if they're not 100% organic, better than what the other thing was, right? And so they're still stepping up into a cleaner and better product. And I love that that access is there now for us. Yeah, I do too. And that's where I'm trying to educate is that it can be these small, simple steps like changing out ketchup. Because one of the biggest complaints I get is from these um, women who are always like, my spouse is not on board with this, or my older kids or my teenagers are not on board with changing this changing to a healthier lifestyle. Like, what do I do? And I always use ketchup as the example. I'm like, they will never know that you brought home a better choice ketchup. Bring home a better choice ketchup and start there. Or I say jam a lot too. Like they will never know that you're using a better choice jam on their peanut butter and jam sandwich. So it's not this kale and sardine lifestyle. (laughs) Making these better choices and the daily things that we're used to eating. Yeah, not everybody's interested in a kale and kale and sardine lifestyle for sure. But but yeah, you're right. That stuff it's out there now, and and it is. I really do believe it is people like yourself, Carlin, that have uh, gotten the word out on social media to such a wide audience that is is you know shifting the tide here. And I see it all the time. More and more people jumping on board, and and it's really exciting because as people start to feel better, as you know, that creates momentum as well, and then they want to make the next change and the next change after that. Well, you know, what's interesting though, as you say this, so that momentum is rolling, but what's interesting is the other side, the controversy to this is rolling as well. So there's, it's a crazy mindset. Well, okay. It's a different mindset that (laughs) people keep coming to me. Like, I don't understand this. There's these influencers saying it doesn't matter what you eat. All food is food. You know, chemically, this does the exact same thing. And so people are getting confused, even though this momentum is going, I think people are catching on, but we also have to be aware of the controversy that's out there as well. Yeah. Well, listen, big food and uh, big sugar and, you know, these big manufacturers, they have a lot of money. Uh, The Grocery Manufacturing Association is very influential. And there is, whenever you're looking at anything that has to do with the bottom line of any company, you're going to have controversy if you're, if you're stepping on that bottom line. Right. And so people, you know, have to be aware. And, and I always tell people on my show, you know, don't take my word for it. There's, there's a bunch of other people out there that are saying similar things. And one of the things that I do my best as much as I possibly can is to find research to back up mm. what I'm saying anyway, so that really isn't coming from me. It's coming from as much scientific research as we can find. But, you know, I don't think anybody expects uh, people to just blindly follow, uh, you know, Carlin Call from Just Ingredients on Instagram or blindly follow Jared St. Clair from Vitality Radio. Do your own research, find the brands that make sense, make the changes and watch what happens. I mean, you'll feel better as you make these changes. And and really, once the proof uh, starts to show itself, I think it makes it easier and easier to, you know, just keep changing and growing and learning and, and getting healthier. Well, and you talked about the younger generation, how you love seeing them with their young kids, you know, making healthier choices. And what I love about that generation is they're not afraid to ask questions. And that's where it starts. Asking the question will lead to the research, the education, the study to figure it out to make those better choices. And so I'm always like, yeah, don't follow me exactly. Go. I'm just trying to help you think about it 
put a little seed in your mind about some possible other choices out there, you go ask the questions and therefore research it. Absolutely. And I've seen that too. I recently started a Facebook group, a Vitality Radio listeners group, and uh, we're up to almost 300 members in, in just the last month and a half or so. So it's growing pretty well. And people are asking such intelligent questions and really it watching people learn and grow uh, kind of up close like that. Because on the podcast, you know, I've been doing this radio thing for 14 years. I can't see how anybody is responding to anything I'm saying uh, unless they come to visit me at Vitality. Mentality, but it's been fun watching it on the social media thing uh, and, and watching people actually ask the questions, get the information and uh, get motivated to you know make the changes. So it, it's all just it's so cool. I, I love the momentum that we've that we've achieved and, and hope that more and more people find people like you uh, online and uh, listen, not just I have to say this too. I give a real shout out for your show because yes, you have the Instagram following. It's just dot ingredients uh, or at, I guess, just dot ingredients is the appropriate way to say it. But you also have the Just Ingredients podcast, which as I said, I was uh, grateful to be on episode 61 and hope to be on there again. But um, you get great guests and that sounds bad after I just said that I was on the show, but... No, but, but you have such good people on there and it's an excellent resource. So if you like what you hear on Vitality Radio, you, you got to tune into Just Ingredients as well. Thank you. I appreciate that. I Like I said just earlier, I'm just trying to give people those that little seed, you know, to them figure it out for themselves. And so I'm trying to bring on experts that, you know, one in Hashimoto's and one that's an expert in insulin resistance and one that's mm-hmm. a expert in hormones. And so not every episode is for everybody for sure, but I'm trying to give enough resources out there. So if you're struggling with PCOS, you can find a podcast. If you're dealing with depression, you can find a podcast, you know, just trying to bring in different resources for people to learn for themselves of all the different choices out there for that issue. I love the way you're doing it too. And it's obviously it's easy with podcasts. It's easy for people to, you know, search through and, and pick and choose the episodes that make sense for them to listen to and to share with their friends and family members and things. So, uh, it, you know, you're doing a great job over there as well. We are running very short on time, but I have to ask you this question because you asked me this question and I know you ask it of all your guests. What is your favorite ingredient? Uh, so funny. I thought about that. Because I've now interviewed, we're up to almost 100 podcast episodes. Mm -hmm. And so I've asked this question a lot. And some people's answers really intrigue me. And I go home really thinking about what they've said. And so mine sounds so basic what my answer is going to be. But I really think it's just kindness. Because if we all were kind to one another, we would not have the anger, the hate, the mean words, just the the yuckiness that is out there in the world. And so Mm -hmm. I've tried to teach my kids to be kind. I've tried to portray on my platform kindness. I would hope to put out into the world kindness so that in return, it could come back to me as kindness, you know, sort of this karma um, feel. But I just Mm -hmm. really believe if we all could treat others how we wanted to be treated with kindness because we all want to be treated with kindness no one's waking up like oh i hope someone is so mean to me today if we all just treated each other with kindness this world would be a different place 
Absolutely. A little grace for our fellow men. I couldn't agree more. Carlin, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me on Vitality Radio. And uh, I think those are as good a parting words as you could leave. I really appreciate you joining us. And again, I look forward to further interactions with you um, online and and, uh, at Vitality and wherever we get a chance. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I'm excited to have you back on my show as well. Well, I'll I'll be there anytime you want me. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. Carlin is such an amazing woman and an inspiration to millions of people out there and certainly an inspiration to me. If you have questions about anything you heard on today's show, call us at Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful at 107 South, 500 West. You can call us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or you can drop by at 107 South 500 West or check us out online, vitalitynutrition.com. Also, if you're interested in joining that Facebook listeners group, uh, please do jump on Facebook to find Vitality Radio listeners um, community or just look in the link. There will be a link in the show description below on your podcast player. For those of you listening on the radio, if you haven't joined the podcast yet, it's on all the major podcast platforms or you can jump on vitalityradio.com. Thank you so much. I'm Jared St. Clair and this has been Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair. our awesome music is by brian bob young support vitality radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on apple podcasts youtube or your favorite podcast source Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. The FDA has not evaluated this podcast. This podcast is provided with the understanding that information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for care by a medical professional. Thank you.